This is Sound Awake on SAFM. 35 minutes past four. Good morning. If you've just joined us, we get into our wellness corner now. And today we're looking at pulsed electromagnetic fields. You might have heard our conversation uh, earlier on our wellness corner with Octavia, not today, but other other days, uh, with Octavia Hendricks, who's an expert on vibrational and touch therapy about how important vibrations as energy are. So this morning we explore this theme further by looking at pulsed electromagnetic fields and how they benefit patients. So for more, we're joined by Dr. Ilse Erasmus, who's a medical doctor who's been involved in researching pulsed electromagnetic fields for the past 12 years. Who better than her to speak on this? Dr. Elsie, thank you for joining us. Dr. Erasmus? Yes, good morning. Okay, so, I mean, frequency therapy, I guess this will fall under. We're talking energy here. Does it start then, if we're understanding it, with the issue or that the, the belief or notion that everything in the universe has a natural frequency and an energy? Yes, I think one can say that. I think everybody is very aware of the work that Elon Musk is doing and that embraces this idea on multiple levels. And I think Elon Musk has also, with his company, focused the world on the work of Nikola Tesla. And he was the first one that really, and if I say the first one, this is going back hundreds of years, that um, vibrational energy is really the cornerstone of the universe that we live in. So what are PEMFs, or pulsed electromagnetic fields, as it pertains to this magnetic component of them? Good. So this is part of physics, but in a nutshell, um, pulsed electromagnetic field therapy would use electromagnetic fields. These magnetic fields are produced by moving electric charges. So in very simple terms, passing a small and safe electric current through a wire at a certain rate or frequency Mm -hmm. uh, would create a magnetic field perpendicular to the current or the moving electric charges through the wire. Okay, and and this is to to particularly stimulate healing as well as, does it do the other side of it, destroying certain bacteria that uh, can threaten one's health? Yes, so it is used for physical healing and there have been papers that have shown in laboratory circumstances that bacterial growth can certainly be inhibited, which obviously is very exciting, I would think, in a world where we are seeing so much resistance to antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So, so when we are sick, it means we are vibrating low. Is that how we explain why this would be used then? Because then this energizes us or takes our vibration higher. Maybe I can explain it this way. If one would ask, how does it work? Mm -hmm. It is more physical. Uh, Some people would ask, would it cure emotional things? But I think the emotional benefit would be secondary because once healing has taken place and pain and inflammation have gone away, then obviously people start feeling less depressed and happy. But... If you want to understand on a molecular level how this works, and really this is all the buzz in mainstream research, you need to understand a little bit of what happens in the cell. And I think with this whole COVID pandemic, we've seen a lot of it, and it's been imprinted in us from television programs. But Mm. all cells have receptors. A receptor is a protein on the membrane or it is attached to the cell membrane, the outside of the cell. And these not only act as doors to let things in and out of cells, 
but they also regulate cellular functions. So we know by now that the COVID-19 virus uses its spike protein to bind to a certain protein receptor Mm -hmm. on the human cell membrane called the ACE receptor. This is how they get into the cells. But once they are inside, and this is not the COVID virus, this is any virus, it can start dividing and multiplying. So we know that if something binds to a cell receptor, in medicine we call this bind-door a ligand, this can be a human protein, a viral protein, a bacterial protein, even a chemical like paracetamol, that's how um, uh, medication works, or a hormone like estrogen, then something will happen in the cell. The cell will either produce something like another protein or a chemical that has some kind of an effect either a good one, but it could be a bad effect, Mm -hmm. or the cell divides, it stops dividing, or it moves or stops moving. And this is how the PEMF actually works. And the latest research has shown that PEMF activates cell receptors and the cell signaling proteins. And that is really why there's such a large body of work at the moment looking into this scientifically as a means of, of healing or co-healing with other medical moieties and modalities. All right. Very, very informative there. So what conditions can be treated with PEMF? You mentioned inflammation. Good. So um, maybe I can answer you this way. Um, I always go and look at Google Scholar for any new research to see Mm -hmm. where the scientists in the world are focusing their attention. Because what usually happens in the in the looking or seeking for new therapies, one kind of listens and looks at what is anecdotally being reported to work. Mm -hmm. And then one has to expose it to rigorous, proper scientific testing. So the people in the world who are looking at where PMF can be applied, and a lot of research has been done, is by the orthopedic surgeons for bone fracture healing. And there's a large body of evidence, medical evidence, showing that if a bone has broken and for some reason it does not want to heal because it happens sometimes, then the pulsed electromagnetic frequencies have a very big role to play. Mm. The second thing is, and this is very interesting, it it is a company in the United States that's been around for a long time, at least they've been registered there. They call themselves Novacure, and they are FDA approved to help um, in conjunction with chemotherapy treat some serious and aggressive forms of brain cancer. And if one goes to their website, some of their latest research also involves very good results with inoperable liver cancer. The other uh, fields that have been looked into, especially by the plastic surgeons, for improved wound healing. Um, Very few people know this, but when you cut yourself, a small electric current or field will actually exist of this at the site of the wound. And this is what attracts the cells, this charge to move into that area, apart from other things, to start the healing process. So there's a very big body of interest in using this for wound repair, especially people who struggle with chronic wounds. Mm-hmm. And also there's a new buzz in the anti-aging industry mm-hmm. to stimulate collagen repair. So many of the aesthetic medicine doctors in the world are looking into this. Uh, The field of neurology has also looked into using PMF for nerve regeneration. Mm. And NASA has done some good research on this. 
And then there are other things as well, like um, symptom relief for Parkinson patients. So in a nutshell, if you want to say what kind of ailments does this treat, pain relief, reduction of inflammation, swelling, the wound and the bone fracture healing I've covered, um, it improves blood circulation. People with chronic fatigue syndrome have found benefit here. It supports neurotransmitter balance, so people achieve a deeper, more restorative sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, I guess, reduces stress and improves relaxation because obviously we all know that if you are in chronic pain, it's not, it's not conducive emotionally. Yeah. And then anti-aging strategies. So who should avoid uh, PEMF therapy? I mean, as it uses magnetic and electrical frequencies, I mean, I'm just imagining that some certain individuals might be sensitive to these electro frequencies. So who should avoid it? Yes, you are right. I think if one wants to say globally who should avoid it, I think it would be safe to say that people with cardiac pacemakers should be careful, especially the older model, model pacemakers, because you are putting a medical device in an in a electromagnetic field. Mm. Uh, also, people with irregular heart rhythm should be very careful and probably avoid it unless they, they have a very informed um, medical practitioner. Um, and then generally people with, with epilepsy should, should, be, should be careful um, uh, with this. So um, I think that would be that would be safe to say. And interestingly enough, um, we are all aware of the very high risk of thrombosis now with um, everything that's been happening in the last two years. So I think if somebody wants to consider this, they should probably speak to a person that is trained in this or mm-hmm. medical individuals who have experience in using this. And for pregnant people? Yes, I think generally if you look at most medications or everything, pregnant individuals should um, probably discuss this with their gynecologist before they use any form of intervention um, just to be on the safe side. I think that would, be, that would also always be good. Okay. Uh, it must be a headache to license this type of therapy. Is it or, or not so much, PEMF? Yes, so... Um, <laughs> You are right in saying it must be uh, a headache. It's always a good idea for individuals who consider using it to look into whether the company that they are supporting have got um, either safety registration. There are rules regulating devices that produce frequencies and electromagnetic fields. So there are South African bodies who can um, regulate this. Sapra is one of them. Um, that one can look into. And obviously, then the other big organizations in the world who do this would be the FDA. So, for example, the Novocure device that treats um, the cancer in combination, brain cancer with the uh, chemotherapy, they have FDA approval. And the biosim apparatus that is um, used in Europe, they have European Health Authority approval. So, so, yes, obviously there are many who are not, but I think it's always a good idea to just do a little bit in, of research into the company that you um, support. All right. Thanks so much uh, for educating us this morning, Dr. Erasmus. Are you on social media for listeners who want to connect with you? 
Uh, I'm not on social media for that yet. I must say I'm probably a bit archaic there. However, you are welcome to give the listeners who are interested in any further information my contact details. I did give it through to your administrative individuals. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much, administrative individual being our producer, Quinze Kile. Yes. Uh, thank you, Dr. Erasmus, for your time. Pleasure. Uh, A medical doctor who's been involved in researching this topic we were discussing, pulsed electromagnetic fields, or PMF, uh, for the past 12 years, Dr. Elsa Erasmus.